Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. If you're going through menopause, how much are you paying for HRT? And could you be paying too much? 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Because apparently the cost can differ greatly. And many people could, in fact, be overpaying. Catherine O'Keefe is a menopause workplace consultant and the founder of Wellness Warrior. Catherine's with us in studio today. Um, do, how much does the cost vary, first of all, Catherine? Or when, I suppose, was that realised? That I, I think it varies hugely. And that has been the story for forever. So, for example, I had one woman who contacted me and she was paying 60 euros a month for a particular brand of HRT. And she went to various different sources and she sourced it then for 70, 17 euros a month. So from so 60 down to 17. 60 down to 17. Wow. So it can vary greatly. And you're looking at obviously it'll depend on, you know, what type of HRT, you know, a gel, a patch, a spray. They're all going to be different prices or etc. is going to be different. But then it will differ across each pharmacy because you have to look at what is the dispensing fee on top of that. And a dispensing fee can go anywhere from three to 18 euros. It really depends on the medicine that's being dispensed. But what I would say to people is, you know, just be aware of this and then have a chat with your pharmacist. Just, you know, understand how much is the dispensing fee? Understand, would they price match? If you find it cheaper somewhere else, would your pharmacist be open Mm. to price matching? So this is the the hormone replacement therapy. Um, A lot of people obviously take it to to treat menopause symptoms. Like its use is is very common. Very common, very common. And I mean, there is a call out of the government for HRT to be um, free. And this was raised by Pauline O'Reilly in the Shannon Mm. last October. And we do want, we do need to see that happen. But until we get to that point, it is really important that women are aware of the cost differentials because, Andrea, I I would talk to many women who'll say to me, they have a script for HRT, they cannot afford it. But you see, this is the thing because what, I assume once you start on it, Catherine, you know, you need it's a mo- probably a monthly prescription. Yeah, monthly, or you can get it. You can get it six monthly, but the the challenge you get into then is because there's often shortages with mm. different forms of HRT that your pharmacy may be only able to give you a month okay. or two. What's the most common type? Typically, would people tend to go for? Um, and patches would be quite common. So okay. your Estradot, uh, loads of different brands. But they're, if their Estradot 75 for any of your listeners has just come back into stock because that's been out of stock for a while. But it, say if you go in and you're looking for your Estradot 75, it says it's short supply. Mm. That means then maybe you have to get a 50 and a 25. So all of a sudden now your costs are going to be a little bit higher because you're buying two separate patches to match the 75. So it's not as straightforward, you know, kind of comparison when you look at it because there's a complication of the shortages there as well. Okay, So, but but people who start, if somebody typically starts on on, um, the the HRT treatment, um, they're going to need it every month. It's an expense every month. Every month and they're going to be on it for years. Uh, Generally, the majority of women will be on it for a couple of years. It's not, it's not, it's, 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 you know, it's more the norm that you're going to be on it, you know, possibly five years, possibly longer. I know um, one person emailed me and told me that I think I, I had saved her 640 euros per year 
by simply she she was able to go and have a conversation. Like shopping around. Shopping Basically, around. Yeah. But I, I know she got a price match with her local pharmacy because, you know, I think you've also got to look at the role of your local pharmacist, which can be very important yeah. for the family. But then, you know, just be savvy in terms of bringing the costs in there as well. And ask your pharmacist, you know, what what is the cost? What is the dispensing fee? Just this month, um, the cost of eutrogestin went down. So you should be seeing a reduction in the cost of your eutrogestin, which is your micronized progesterone form mm. of your HRT. Tom Murray is on the line as well, Catherine. You can pop on the headphones there. Tom is a pharmacist in County Donegal. Tom, why does the price differ depending on where you purchase? So, Andrea, I suppose there's a couple of things in question there, and I'm glad that Catherine has actually highlighted some of them. Uh, the predominant one is actually medicine shortages. And we may have just talked in the past about the number of medicine shortages that there are in the Irish uh, medicines market at the moment. And thankfully, due to increased awareness and an increased awareness of the benefits of HRT, the demand for HRT globally and certainly in Ireland has increased significantly and that has led to severe medicine shortages. So sometimes when a medicine goes short, we have to import what's called an EMP, an exempt medicinal product. So it's a product that may be of the same brand but isn't licensed in Ireland but is licensed in another European market or maybe in the British market and we have to import that product into Ireland. And the unfortunate thing about when we have to import EMPs to guarantee supply is that they then step outside the regulatory control of the community drug schemes where the state sets the price of the medicine. So when we import something and it's beyond the schemes which the state sets the control of, the prices can vary hugely and it's beyond the pharmacist's control. The pharmacist is obviously always happy to talk to to patients, not just about their medicines, but to engage on the price of their medicines. In fact, pharmacist's willingness to engage on issues around menopause and HRT is very rewarding and has grown immensely with the amount of patients whose knowledge and awareness of HRT has increased. And I would say in my own pharmacy, on a practical daily basis, the number of consultations I have in the consultation room based on advising ladies on the various medicine products available for HRT before they approach their family doctor to start getting prescribed is increasing all the time. And there is a huge variance in in the product. So is it a case then, Tom, that, you know, due to, I suppose, I don't want to say not supply and demand, but due to demand, if you can't, if there's a supply shortage in Ireland of whatever particular brand of of HRT or or patches or whatever that that you are selling, um, is the cost then just beyond pharmacist control then? Absolutely, that is the primary cost of the fluctuation, or the primary cause of fluctuation in price and, and control. And it is supply and demand, but it's supply and demand outside the control of the local pharmacist. So it's not like the local pharmacist is saying, I know this is short, I'm going to bump up and racketeer profiteer. And I'm not aware of any pharmacy that does that because we're a professional service that puts patient care first. And the cost of the medicines that we buy the medicines from is controlled by the state unless, as I say, we have to import them from another European country, in which case it's completely outside of our control. And then we're put in the difficult situation where we're saying to patients, "Okay, I understand the urgency and the need for you to get this medicine. And by the way, this doesn't happen only in HRT. This happens across a wide range of medicines in society at the moment. We have to say, "Okay, the urgency is that you need to have your supply 
unfortunately, it's going to take me 48, 72 hours to get it imported from another European country. And unfortunately, here, and we can give an indicative cost because when we go to order it from the suppliers who, who, who specialise in importing medicines, they will give us a price mm. at the point of order. And it's a, it's a difficult conversation to have. And just for one point, it is important to say that most of the HRT medicines the majority of them by far fall under the community drug schemes and therefore the drug payment scheme, which is the 80 euro threshold, which we would encourage all families to register for because the family threshold is a great way of controlling the cost of medicines. Sometimes if it's an EMP or it has to be an unlicensed medicine entirely, that steps outside the community drug schemes and falls outside that. that, But we would always advise patients of that. they're not a case though Tom that you're able to ascertain from your files like in your in your pharmacy in Donegal I don't know say for the sake of argument if you have 50 people that come in typically and get um, HRT treatment on a, on a monthly basis or, or purchase that from you is there not just logistically some way that that can be worked out that you can bulk buy in advance to have it there to oh, keep and, the cost Andrea I only wish that the drug supply medicine mechanism in Ireland were as streamlined as that where there is a notification to the HPRA so it's the health protection uh, health product regulatory authority that there's going to be a shortage of medicines they then become rationed and then the suppliers there's only two full lines of wholesalers in Ireland and they will ration supply to each pharmacy in the attempt and the hope that they'll be able to get enough supply to cover the most urgent basic needs of each medicine evenly across the country. So I can't say I need 50 boxes of this Estradot 50 as an example per month, give me 50. That has happened with multiple drugs where I've attempted to do that and I might be lucky to get two or three, in which case by 12 o'clock on the first day of the, the following month, I've run out and then I'm chasing so, the EMP. So people, Catherine, are what, just ringing around pharmacies and postcode lottery month, on a monthly basis to see who's got what? Definitely, yeah. And it's basically just about shopping around it. I think Tom raised an interesting point there, an important point, is the drug payment scheme because a lot of people maybe aren't aware of it and uh, you know I've spoken to a lot of people who think that it, they may not be able to apply for it everybody can apply for the drug payment scheme and it is a great way of incorporating your HRT the only challenge is is that it is on a monthly basis so you know that's not yeah. necessarily go- it depends what other mm. medications you have coming into the family but it can help Barry's an, a pharmacy owner in Dundalk he, he said, got in touch he says um, as a pharmacist supply with HRT it's a major issue half of my patients cannot get the supply of HRT meds from wholesalers we try and remain competitive on price but if people are going up north it's not a fair comparison as it's a whole different wholesalers market which we've no access to as your contributors mentioned Estradot has been in and out of supply for the past 24 months all various strengths come and go with no warning. Another text or two wondering about um, progesterone that they need 200 must be uh, grams of tablets. They've only been able to get two boxes of 100 over the past six months and the cost in around at, at 80 euro. Um, it's, it's, I'm sure it's very stressful and annoying, Catherine, for people. Now, a cost there of 80 euro for two months of micronized progesterone, that's extremely high. That eutrogestin has come down only in the last month. And a far, my local pharmacy told me this morning, you're looking at costs of around seven, eight euros. So, you know, yeah. I think this is where it's a really important part is looking you know, at the Surely cost. the dispensing fees, though, Tom, like why do they vary so much from pharmacy to pharmacy? 
so I'll just go back on that other point just for one second, Andrew, if you don't mind. So if I have stock of if I have stock that's come in today through the Irish medicine supply system and it's costing seven or eight euros, and the pharmacy down the road from me doesn't, and they're still having to use EMP stock that they've imported, that will of course create a price variance until they get in the Irish supply stock, and it is very very ad hoc, and we don't get warning. There's very often I'll go in in the morning and I'll order medicines and promise them to you for tomorrow, only to get an email or a notification from the wholesaler that day that it's gone out of stock. And some of them will say there's a ration supply and contact us to see how many you can get in the next okay. month. And sometimes it'll say no date from the manufacturer, okay. at which point they'll be able to reapply or resupply the Irish market. So it is extremely frustrating okay. and pharmacists spend an awful amount of time chasing this instead of caring, caring for patients. patients. Catherine, can I just ask you finally on, on a separate note, but, but under the same umbrella, because you're a, a menopause workplace consultant. I, I was reading in the UK this morning that employers there are being warned now they could be sued if they fail to bring in what are described as reasonable adjustments for workers going through menopause. So this is the Equality Watchdog. Their guidance today suggests um, things like, you know, for symptoms like hot flushes, brain fog. It could be considered a disability if it impacts on daily activities. Mm. Do we need to look at something? <laughs> OK, so I think some of the headlines we're seeing today are a bit like panic driven. Well, sure. Businesses are thinking they're going to be sued. Exactly. But if we look at the Equality Act of 2010, it actually covers this. It talks about reasonable adjustment in the workplace, like having a fan, like maybe offering flexible working conditions, working from home, etc. So there's nothing startling new here other than the fact that the UK watchdog is now basically coming on board and acknowledging the fact that menopause in the workplace should be a priority for employers, as it should Mm. be. But it has always been I guess, coming under the umbrella of the Equality Act. What I think we want to be careful about is menopause is not a disability, but depending on the severity and the longevity of symptoms under case law and in certain circumstances, it can be defined Are as a disability. Are we ahead of the UK in this? No, I think we definitely, the, the the UK are ahead of us in a lot of respects in relation to menopause. I think we are fast gaining traction and we're doing a huge amount in workplaces, but we need to do a lot more. Yeah, just finally, an interesting text from a listener who says, I bring my six month HRT prescription to Tenerife. Mm-hmm. I get my progesterone for four euros there compared to 32 year. Yes. 32 euros here, total rip-off, says yeah. this listener. There Spain, you go. Spain and Portugal are known to be cheaper. We know that if you go up north, there's a 33% price mm-hmm. reduction up north. Listen, Catherine, thanks a million for joining us today in the show. Catherine O'Keefe there is Menopause con- Workplace Consultant and the founder of the Wellness Warrior and Tom Murray as well, pharmacist there in County Donegal. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.